Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Peace of Mind Eagles cast featuring yours truly, the very suave, the very smooth, the man with the great dance moves, awesome body. And I am an Eagles fan, for those of you who don't know. My co-host Justin is a Colts fan. Today is my second episode of the Eagles cast, and me and Justin wanted to create a space where each of us can talk about our respective teams, whether it's to vent, whether it's to celebrate, or just give analysis on what our team should do, and what they shouldn't do, etc. This week in particular is a very interesting episode because um, one team is in the playoffs, my Eagles, and his, unfortunately, did not make it this year. So for those of you who don't know, we have these weekly episodic episodes of the Peace of Mind podcast where we talk about the NFL as a whole, and we also have an Instagram page, and if you want to check us out on there, follow us at the Peace of Mind podcast with a K instead of C in the word podcast. And with that, you'll find a lot of entertaining content on there regarding the NFL as a whole. You can also check us out weekly on whatever listening platform you follow, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is that your heart so desires. You can check us out weekly every Wednesday. We have episodes about the NFL as a whole coming up. Like I said, this is the Eagles cast, so I'm going to talk about my Philadelphia Eagles and the incredible, incredible news that is going to happen on Sunday. For those of you who have listened to us before, I'm sure you've listened to Justin's Colts cast. And if you haven't checked it out, please do. A uh, really interesting uh, listen, by the way, because Justin's a very true at heart Colts fan. And he has a lot of emotion about what happened um, pertaining to the Indianapolis Colts. In that episode, though, just to give a little sneak peek, Justin has a philosophy that he has implemented in life. And... Uh, To some point, I agree with. If you have your expectations at a minimum or at a low, one of two things will happen. You will either be incredibly, incredibly surprised, or if something falls short, you're not disappointed. For Justin's case regarding his Indianapolis Colts, he wasn't very disappointed. Me, on the other hand... My expectations were low of the Philadelphia Eagles at the beginning of the season, and I am incredibly surprised. We are in the playoffs as the seventh seed. I could not be more proud of the Philadelphia Eagles. Kudos to you guys. Bravo. Big, big deal for the year because initially us Eagle fans thought this was going to be the start of the rebuild with Jalen Hurts, with all the young offensive talent that we have, with a new young rookie head coach. And yet we're sitting here as the seventh seed in a position against the Buccaneers to go on a playoff run. Whether or not you believe we're going on a playoff run is a whole different discussion. But... We're we're possibly a year early, maybe even two years early into our rebuild. So if somehow the end, if the end of the season comes this Sunday, I just want to say I'm proud of the Philadelphia Eagles with what they did this year. They've proven me wrong and I am pleasantly surprised. With that, let's talk about what's going to happen on Sunday. Like I said, we're playing the former Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Sunday at one o'clock in the wild card weekend matchup. 
Now, a lot of people, you know, maybe um, a majority of the NFL have one of two teams coming out of the NFC. That's the Green Bay Packers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And earlier episodes, me and Justin have talked about how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers are most likely the matchup that's going to occur in the NFC Championship game. While part of me believes that, there's a small, and I shouldn't say small, there's a part of me that has so much love for my Philadelphia Eagles, and right now they're starting to fly, and they're about to take off. There's a potential that they can cause an upset with the way that they're built, the way that they're designed, and maybe mess some things up in the NFC playoff picture. Today, this episode is just going to be how they could possibly do that. And then at the end, I'll give a little bit of an analysis of whether or not I think it can happen. So for starters, we'll break down kind of uh, what each team's strength is, what they're good at, what they're not good at. I'll have a minute amount of stats here, nothing too crazy. I only have a little notepad here. And I just have a couple bullet points on uh, how the Eagles can offset these things or how the Bucks can offset these things, etc. For starters, let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady's offense. Tom Brady, as we know, is a potential MVP candidate. He's been absolutely tremendous this year. Leads the league in touchdown passes and touchdown, uh, not touchdown yards, in passing yards, in passing touchdowns, etc. This Buccaneers offense has started uh, to pick up a little bit. They're on a little bit of a roll right now. I think they won seven of their last nine or something like that. Um, They're going into the playoffs at the right time on a winning streak. So are the Philadelphia Eagles, though. Outside of the loss to Dallas in the Week 18 matchup, where a lot of people said, oh, they didn't really have anything to play for, and they put their second string and third string guys in. I went to that game, and while I agree there wasn't much on the line as far as the Philadelphia Eagles' sake, I was a little disappointed in how our backups looked and how Dak Prescott cut through us like butter. But that being said, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of our standings. We're still the seventh seed, and we still would have played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that first-round matchup. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we understand that the driving force of this team is number 12, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, TB12. You look at him and you think to yourself, yes, he's the greatest quarterback ever, but he might just be the greatest quarterback ever because he's also the greatest game manager in the history of the game. And the Philadelphia Eagles' pass defense have big players, but as far as the completion percentage that they give up to opposing QBs, It hovers around 70%, which is awfully, awfully high near the top of the league. Their passer rating that they allow against opposing QBs is 95.4. I believe that's 23rd in the league out of 32 teams, so that's not too great. But with that, they don't allow big, big plays. Not a lot of deep balls get past the Philadelphia Eagles. They give up a lot of checkdowns, and they give up a lot of plays underneath. So, yards per attempt, they allow 6.8 yards, and yards per catch, yards per completion, excuse me, yards per completion, they allow just under 10 yards per completion, which is the best in the NFL. 
So in that regard, you could say to yourself, oh, wow, that's really, really good. We might give up high percentage throws, but they're underneath. The problem with that is biggest and greatest thing about Tom Brady is not that he's clutch, not that he's always consistent. It's not his intellect. It's the fact that whatever the defense gives you, he's going to take. And a majority of the time, it's the check down. And Tom Brady has made a career of living off the check down. This plays right into the Buccaneers' hands. So points for the Buccaneers in this regard. Tom Brady at the helm, living off the check down. That's a really, really good, good sign for them. But now I'm going to talk about a little more positive stuff for the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's the matchup between defensive backs and wide receivers for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The first time these two teams played was October 14th. And in that game, we lost 28-22. to The Buccaneers had a control majority of the game. But we started to figure some things out in the second half. We started running the ball, getting Miles Sanders involved in the game at the time, and we started really chopping the bit and getting back into that game. And we made it a competitive football game towards the end where it came down to Tom Brady holding off the um, possession for us. In that game, though, there was an interesting matchup with Darius Slay and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown that game went for nine catches, 90 yards, and a touch and a touchdown, and he absolutely cooked us. And Mike Evans, as great as he is, was a really, really quiet game for him. Two catches, four targets, 27 yards. And that was when he was being covered by Darius Slay. A point for the Eagles, a good thing for you Eagles fans, Darius Slay is going to be covering Mike Evans in this game. And there's no Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin on the other side. So, the major outside threat that we really have to worry about is Mike Evans. And quite frankly, I think Darius Slay can do a good enough job to hold off Mike Evans or keep him in check. So that's really, really good for us. The problem with that is Tom Brady has Rob Gronkowski... And the Philadelphia Eagles against tight ends are terrible. We give up the most, not the most, we're just really bad against tight ends. We're like near the last or the bottom part of the league where yards per game, completions, touchdowns, anything you want to throw at as far as a passing stat for tight ends, it's going to be against the Philadelphia Eagles and most likely your tight end's going to win. We can't defend tight ends very well. So with that, Rob Gronkowski is going to be a very big part of this football game and rightfully so because Tom Brady and him have made, off, have made a connection over the years um, that rivals Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers, etc. All the great passing combos that you can think of, they're up there as well. But there's a lot of ways that we can offset what Tom Brady does on offense. And that's with our running game. We have the best running attack in football, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how you slice it, whether it's from the quarterback, the running backs, whoever you give the damn ball to, we're going to get four to five yards to carry at a clip. It's just going to happen. It doesn't matter who you put back there. We're going to run the ball on you, and we're just going to out-muscle you on the offensive line. And the Eagles do that consistently and better than anybody in the NFL, and it's quite frankly one of the more, one of the more greater things to watch. It's almost poetic how this offensive line moves and how the running backs see the holes and hit them. Nick Sirianni has done a good job at developing that for everybody. 
keeping Jalen Hurts honest by telling, implementing the running game a little bit more in the second half of the season. And quite frankly, that's when we started winning football games. If we can keep Tom Brady and the Buccaneers offense off the field by controlling the clock and controlling the running game and winning the time of possession, what is this going to do to the Buccaneers offense? It's going to force them to try to push the ball down the field. Now, not to say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers cannot do that, as they have plenty of weaponry to do so. But the Philadelphia Eagles this year, like I said earlier, do not give up big plays. And with Antonio Brown gone, with Chris Godwin gone, and they have to rely now on guys like uh, Rashad Perriman and you know Tyrus Johnson who can play, he's no scrub, uh, and they have Mike Evans, going down the field is just going to be that much more tougher. And I don't know what playoff Lenny's going to be like. I don't know whether he's going to play in the game, but I digress. And Rob Gronkowski, as great as he is, I think he's one of the best tight ends I've ever seen, maybe the greatest one ever. He's not someone that's going to beat you down the field like that. He's going to beat you intermediately, etc. With that, though, I already alluded to it. How are we going to win this game? We run the ball. We win the time of possession. If we can keep that Brady's offense off the field, we got a pretty decent shot at winning this game. Our running game will also affect the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play defense, as they're a defense that loves to throw blitzes at you. They're top five in QB hits, and they're number one in blitz percentage. They also are a top ten defense in regards to sacks and quarterback hits, etc. And Jalen Hurts, not necessarily the most polished passer, but damn it, he can run that freaking football. And... Having a good mix of the run and pass, mainly the run. The way the Buccaneers play defense, all right, let me get a little bit more football analysis for you guys. The way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play their defense, they allow their linebackers to make a lot of big plays in the run game. They attack the line of scrimmage because their defensive line, their front four, clogs the lanes. Okay, when they're when they're not when there's no big lead or anything like that, what do they do? Their front four guys, they clog lanes so that their linebackers, who are Levante David and Devin White, super athletic guys by the way, they could run around and fix any sort of missing gaps or fix whatever the holes that the defensive line doesn't plug up, and they go up and make plays and they attack the line of scrimmage and they can cause fumbles and cause havoc in the backfield. This Eagles running game will prevent you from doing just that. Because our offensive line is one of the more athletic ones in the league. And our versatile running backs cause a lot of confusion for linebackers. And if we can get past that second level, which I believe we can, we're going to really have a long day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're going to have a long day stopping this running attack. Jalen Hurts in the offensive side of the ball. How are we going to beat this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense? Keep attacking them with the running game and only throw it when necessary. High percentage throws is what's going to win the game for you guys. Tampa Bay Buccaneers likes to throw a lot of blitzes at you so you know pressure is going to be coming. Which means you have to have a lot of check downs. You got to have a lot of screens, quick slants, not many deep routes. You don't really need that because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense for what it's worth is a really good pass defense. Because they cause so much havoc up front. But Jalen Hurts, since you're not so much of a deep ball thrower, you have the tight end in Dallas Goddard, you have Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, if he can catch a damn football, physically can beat anybody on the field with his speed and his quickness and etc. 
Quaz Watkins is an all right player for what he does. And again, our running backs, not only are they versatile running the football, they could catch it out of the backfield and run routes if they'd be. And if Jalen Hurts can tap into what he was at Alabama, a guy who is not afraid of the big moment because he's played in a lot of big games, I say there's a decent shot that the Philadelphia Eagles can put up a better fight than what most people believe. And if we're in a close game and Todd Brady's not on the field, I like our shot at winning football games because, quite frankly, this Philadelphia Eagles team, when we're in the red zone, when we're on offense, rather, when we're in the red zone, we're eighth in the red zone percentage. So when we get to the, when we get past the 20 yard line, we're scoring touchdowns. We're fourth in the NFL in third down conversions. And then since our recent winning streak, we're 12th in the NFL points per game for the whole season. That's because the last few games we've been putting up a lot of big points because we keep running the ball and moving the chains. Again, I sound like a broken record with this, and I apologize to those Eagle fans and anyone else who's listening, but they know exactly what I'm talking about. We have a legit shot at winning this game. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I'm talking about stylistically and through analysis, you can look at the teams and the way that they're built, and you could say to yourself, I wouldn't be too shocked if this football team causes the upset against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I know most people are thinking to themselves, hey, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a stout run defense. What makes you think that they can run it all over Tampa Bay, they being the Philadelphia Eagles? With that, I say... If you look in the second half of the year, Tampa Bay's run defense has not been as stout as it used to be. And when you take that into account, plus the fact that we are leading the NFL in yards per game with rushing, and we have the most versatile running attack and the deepest running attack, it could cause a lot of problems for a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they're a team that really likes to play when they're up, because then they can throw blitzes at you, they could have their pass rushers get their ears down and go straight for the QB, their linebackers can play sideline to sideline and play pass coverage the way they really, really want to, and then the defense, their back four, is opportunistic as well. And that comes from having a lead with a team like Tom Brady's offense, putting up 30 points a game, You have a good shot of beating anybody. But with the Philadelphia Eagles, it's going to be a long, long fight for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I wouldn't go into there thinking, hey, this is going to be a cakewalk because it's not. Philadelphia Eagles have a legit shot at winning this game. And I hope the fans listening at home really understand the magnitude of what's going on here. If we win this football game, is there anybody in the NFC that you don't think we can beat? The only other team that you may think we can't beat is the Green Bay Packers. And quite frankly, I think the formula is the same way against the Buccaneers. Those are the two teams that you have to worry about. And if we run the ball and keep Jalen Hurts' percentage throws high and we keep the opposing offenses off the field, ladies and gentlemen, you might very well see Flock of Eagles Flying to the Super Bowl. With that, everybody, that is my second episode of the Eagles cast from the Peace of Mind podcast. 
check us out on Instagram at the Peace of Mind Podcast with a K instead of C in the word podcast. If you want to know more about the NFL as a whole, also check us out on our weekly episode every Wednesday, the Peace of Mind Podcast featuring me and my buddy Justin. The way you can get updates on that is to subscribe to us. Whether you listen to us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, you'll get updates on whenever we release episodes. Whether he released a Colts cast episode, whether I release an Eagles cast episode, or when we release our weekly episodic series every Wednesday regarding the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the playoffs, baby. Leave me your thoughts on what you think the Eagles can do. Whether or not you think I'm talking bullcrap, or whether you think the Eagles have a legit shot at competing. We have plenty of talent to do it. And the NFL Wild Card Weekend, it's called that for a reason. Anything can happen. And we may very well go on a Cinderella-type run. All the way to the Super Bowl. Thank you, everybody. See you next time.